It's heartache and pain when your teenage daughter betrays you with your, her choices. Trust is broken and the relationship is in disarray. The teen stage is notorious for betrayals. It goes way back in history. Parents betrayed by their children. Today, I'm going to share examples from one of my favorite stories out of the Bible, the prodigal son, to highlight three parenting tips we can learn for ourselves. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything even if she was scared and listened to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. You're listening to this because your heart is breaking from the changes that are happening in your girl that is affecting your connection with her. Your once cuddly, talkative little girl is now growing up, but with the cost of silence, emotional bouts, and you get the short end of the stick, mama. You fear these disconnections and challenges that you're facing right now is affecting your relationship with her. And what will the future hold between the two of you? How will you get through this season without losing the closeness you once had? Mama, I want you to know you are not alone. As lonely as it may feel and almost embarrassing to share with even your closest friends because you feel like you're failing at connecting with her, this is common. It's a season. However, I also know that you don't want to sit idle during this time. So here's what I want to tell you. You can do hard things. I want you to say that. I can do hard things. This season is hard, but you will get through it by equipping yourself with the right tools and leaning in with the right support. So I want you to go to RaisingHerConfidently.com and schedule a one-on-one mom mentoring call with me. Mama, don't be embarrassed that you need help. We all do. And how better to have somebody who's been there, done that, walk side by side and help you create a communication plan that you can implement now and have the relationship that you want starting today. So go to RaisingHerConfidently.com and book your call with me. I want to work with you and equip you so that you can reestablish your connection with your girl. Go now. If you're ever curious about the story of the prodigal son, I'm about to paraphrase to you. You can find it in Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 32 in the Bible. You know, Jesus tells this parable, which is a way he teaches using stories to convey his lessons. By the way, we can learn a lot about how Jesus teaches and how he taught and how those who he shared it with would actually be engaged and listen. Storytelling is non-judgmental and non-abrasive, but so convicting. But that's a whole other episode I could talk about. So back to the story, the parable of the prodigal son. 
there are two sons and a father. And this father was a rich father who had a lot of property, a lot of things. And one of the sons, the younger son, asked for his inheritance in advance. So his father gave it to him. He squandered all his wealth. He left his dad, moved away, and let, and the father was distraught because his son had left, took his inheritance, left, squandered it all, making all these bad choices, and basically betrayed his father. And his older brother stayed. Being the older brother, did everything right, right? Doing all the things that he needed to do to honor his dad. But his brother, younger brother, the prodigal son, was the total opposite. He had no regard of his dad at all, went and took his inheritance, did all the things that his dad didn't want him to do with it and decided to come back with his head down after he squandered it all. As he was coming back, I'm going to read this straight out of the Bible. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring him the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Now, I don't know about you. If I had one of my kids betray me in that way where total disregard of what we wanted for him, didn't want to listen, did all the opposite things of what we raised him, him or her to be and decided to come back and said, I'm ready to come back home. I don't think I would act in the way the father did, right? But he did the exact opposite. And you may have experienced betrayal in your relationship with your daughter, maybe not as extreme as leaving the home for a long period of time to squander off her inheritance, but she may have snuck out of the house. Not to say that I ever did that. I'm joking. I, I probably have. <laughs> or had a secret social media account or broken your trust in any way. We can learn so much from the father in this story of how he reacted, his heart, and how he handles it all when his son does return, the one who, who betrayed him. So number one, one of the parent, great parenting tips that we can learn from this father was he was filled with compassion. He was not afraid to let go of his pride to embrace and kiss his son. He got over his disappointment and hurt and focused on what he really wanted to do, which was be happy that he's even back. His son is moving toward his father, right? Now, do we reject or lean in when our girls reach back after hurting us? What do we do? Do we reject him? Do we have some pride of anger still in us that we don't want to talk to them, we don't want to lean in? Or do we allow our anger and pride to get in the way of showing her the unconditional love we want to give her, right? 
Number two, one of the other great parenting tips was he celebrated him returning. He welcomed him back and gave him a party, something that he did not deserve. He was given grace. Do we give grace enough when we're hurt by our daughters? Or are we, are we willing to forgive for the sake of our relationship with her? Or do we want to continue to shame our girl for what they have done? Do we truly let go of the hurt that they have caused us? Or does it come back recurring whenever they give us offense? Does it come back with a vengeance? Like, I knew you were going to do this because you always do this. Or do we truly let go and give grace and forgive for that hurt? And number three, he valued the relationship over being right. When the older son, so the rest of the story was this, the older son got really upset because the father was welcoming his son the way he did with a big party. And the, all the while, his old, the older son, he was doing everything right. So the older son reminded him, he tried to remind him, like, don't you remember what your son did to you? And the father knew what his younger brother, brother truly deserved. He truly deserved the opposite. And that his father had the right to be upset, had the right to reject him, had the right to not welcome him home. But the father chose to value his son as a person and their relationship over being right. So when your daughter leans in and tries to make connections on her terms, even if it's not yours, are you rejecting it or releasing being right for the sake of your relationship? Are you fully accepting her even though when there, even when you know there is still work to be done? I'm going to say that again. Are you fully accepting her even though you know there is still work to be done in guiding her? Are you choosing to build a relationship even when you know what she has done was not right? So this is a question, and these are the three things we can learn from the prodigal, the prodigal son's father about how he received his son after all that betrayal. And that is a reflection on how we can receive our daughters. He chose relationship. He chose relationship over being right. Just like us mom and dad, we can be upset because we have the right to be upset because you betrayed our trust, you are not doing the right thing. You're not doing the right thing. But with that pride, with that stubbornness, get in the way with your relationship where you could work on that relationship and slowly work on the things that need to be improved. Relationship first. That is what the father of the prodigal son chose relationship first. The one of the questions I ask myself when something like this happens with any of my kids or any of my relationships in my life that has tension or betrayal, I ask myself, if I knew I had one day to live or she had one day to live, how would I treat her? That's my perspective shift when I get 
so lost in my own pride, in my own anger, in my own right to be upset. I ask, if I knew I had one day to live or she had one day to live, how would I treat her? Because we can never predict how long we are on this earth. And we know that I don't ever want to live with regret. And I don't ever want to live with regret in my pride. So maybe this is a question you can ask yourself, mama. If you knew you had one day to live or she had one day to live, how would you treat her? Would you be willing to forgive like the father of the prodigal son did and celebrate? And like the father of the prodigal son, I'd have a party too. I wouldn't waste a minute on things that didn't feed into my relationship with my girl. So there you have it. Lessons of great parenting when our girls betray us. What of these three things would you work on implementing today? When tension arises or betrayal occurs, which would you remember to do? I hope this blesses you in so many ways. There's so much we can learn from the stories or parables we hear. And the prodigal son has become a huge part of my own parenting journey. And I hope this has blessed you today. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.